This is Blah Blah Blah, a Kindling Conversation podcast with Siobhan Hunt. Holidays with the family. It's such a delightful dream, especially in the middle of winter. Time together without the pressure of having to be anywhere. Now, on this show, we've talked about travelling with kids, tips on how to manage car trips, what to pack, where you can go. But what we haven't really talked about is the real lived experience of travelling with kids. Kristen Tuvey works in television and writes on the blog Born Without Manual. Hi, Kristen. How are you? Hi, I'm really good. How are you? Good. Now, I understand that you have this real lived experience of travelling with kids. So before we start talking about that, can you tell us a bit about your family? Well, I have an almost three and almost five-year-old, and it's a boy and a girl. And um, we've done a lot of travelling, actually, because all I'm... All I do is obsess about holidays, going on holidays <laughs> and booking holidays and paying back holidays and then thinking about other holidays. So um, I don't know. It's just my one-track mind, I think. So my kids, um, Violet is nearly five and Charlie is nearly three and they've done a fair bit of travel with us, car travel and some long flights as well. And I, I think it's your um, long flights that I've read about um, on your blog. So. What's it really like to travel with kids on a plane to Europe? It it wasn't my f- best idea, <laughs> I have to say. <laughs> well, how old was you? How old were they the first time you did it? So we did the thing where you think, oh, great, we'll book the under two seat and that'll be free and that'll save us a lot of money. <laughs> and then <laughs> you've got this enormous hulking almost two-year-old, and he's he's huge. <laughs> and we take him on a flight, and he, he was just dreadful. And we since found out he had some ear problems, so I do feel really oh. terrible, but he was just so awful. And my, my she was four at the time. She was fantastic. No, sorry, she was n- nearly four. But she was great. You know, it was almost like a, a length of time when a kid can watch a 15-minute show or something. But when you've got a five-minute attention span and you're looking down the barrel of, you know, 20-plus hours. Oh, my Lord. It's just the terror was just so terrible. Um, my son, he would lie in the middle of the aisles and just kick all the flight attendants. <laughs> and when you try and pick him up, there was biting and stuff like that. And um, and everyone's looking at you. There's nowhere else are, to look, is there? And uh, when we board the plane, you know, with two little kids, you can just see all these people just going, please, please don't let them be near me. Please don't let them be near me. <laughs> and you know what? I completely understand that, especially if I was ever traveling without my children and then I had to sit next to other children. I think I'd be pretty annoyed about that. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. Not understanding, annoyed. No, that's right. And it's a long time and you think, I want to kick back, watch a movie, then have a snooze, glass of red wine. Because you've got to make it yourself. Before you have kids, that can be, that can feel like a long time on a plane. Yes, exactly. Add children to the mix. It's like an eternity. (laughs) Exactly. And all the things you used to complain about, a a breeze, I think. Oh, yeah. But uh, my son, he was... um, we do, do breaks, walking breaks, you know, and, and so we'd just walk and do laps and people would be friendly the first couple of times, high-fiving, that kind of thing. <laughs> and then he'd start sort of poking sleeping people in their eyes oh, and no. taking kids' toys and demanding songs so down the back of the plane and we're singing, blah, blah, black sheep. we go, no. So, okay, um, twinkle, twinkle, no. 
<laughs> and just go through every nursery rhyme that we knew and then I'd settle on one song like row, row, row your boat and just sing it and just count, you know, the sanity of like one time row, row, row your boat and just go through cycle over while he tried to sleep in your arms. It was just so Oh, and your ridiculous. back would have been killing Yeah, it is. Holding it's ridiculous. Him. And even when you're doing shifts, I mean, and the only thing you can do is have a laugh because if you don't laugh, you're definitely going to cry. And it's definitely yes. a first world problem. Absolutely. I mean, it's like, oh, poor me. We have to go to Europe, you know. So I do recognize that as well, but uh, it's hard work. I think that sounds like my idea of hell, really. Um, (laughs) And I only have to, the longest flight we've ever been is to South Australia, which is like, you know, an hour and a half, two hours. So I've got, yeah, I don't know if I'm brave enough to ever try such a long flight. Well, this is the thing, isn't it, with kids and holidays and kids and anything that you love to do but doesn't work yet is that you just have to keep doing it because one day it will work. And it'll uh, be, yeah. It'll I be think. good. Like we, we actually came back from Bali and, and, and um, just recently and the airport was dreadful. Everything was dreadful and we were all geared up for horrors. And then both my kids slept the whole five and a half hours home. It was amazing. That was and a holiday in itself. Oh, it was. You didn't need it a was. holiday in Bali. Exactly. You had a holiday on the plane. I know. I'm, like, I'm not going to buy entertainment because that'll just make me sad because I'm not allowed to watch it. Yes. But then I was like, I wish I did because I was just sitting there in the dark going, this is amazing. I'm so happy. <laughs> and that happiness only lasts for as long as it is before you go. Actually, now I'm really bored. Yeah, and exactly. this is the first time in my life that I actually have, well, not my life, in my pre post-child life yes. where I have four hours to myself and all I can do is drink. Actually, maybe that was okay. <laughs> or you got a head in your lap and you got to pee and you're like, I am not moving. I'm never, ever moving. I will just live with this peeing feeling forever. <laughs> That's right. And it's, it's that in itself is a, you know, it's about it's endurance. Yeah, exactly. Endurance. How, well, you're not going to wet yourself, that's for sure. <laughs> but it does feel like, hold on a second. <laughs> exactly. How did I get here? Well, I think too. You try on this entertainment stuff for kids on the plane. You know, little kids who don't grasp movies and stuff yet. And everything takes about five minutes. And so you read a book. That's five minutes gone. And what's next? You know, you just think, oh, this is just so hard. You know, watching Bob the Builder 50 times (laughs) over and over and over and over and over again. It'd be all right if it was something you liked. Like I've discovered my favourite cartoon is Shaun the Sheep. said it before on this show. I could deal with Shaun the Sheep. But there are other cartoons that drive me mental. And I think Bob the Builder would be one of those. I mean, it's borderline. Yeah. It's borderline. There are worse things you could have to watch. Yeah. I won't go into them. I might offend some people. Look, (laughs) Sally, our producer, who I must add, doesn't have children. She says the worst is the kids kicking the back of your seat. Now, look, I hope she's listening and realizing what you've had to deal with when that, you know, that kid kicking the back of your seat, Sally, is actually also punching his mum in the head. (laughs) All right. So just remember that, folks, if you've got a kid kicking you in the back. And his (laughs) mum is thinking... I know that that's ter- terrible for the person in front, yes. but I need this 15 seconds of time out, so I'm going to allow this kid to do that just for 15 it's seconds while I gather myself, while I wipe away the tears that's right. <laughs> or have a bite of my food. <laughs> or think about the change of clothes that I would like to put on because you obviously just get covered in muck when you travel. Well, that's the thing. I always pack spare clothes for the kids, yes. but I always forget about myself. Mm. And inevitably, you're going to be like trying to pour milk in when there's turbulence into a bottle and it's going to go all over you or someone's going to have a little cheeky vomit on you or something. Yeah. Cheeky vomit. I love that description. As if that were any way fun. Oh, that was a cheeky vomit you did just then. Oh, dear. You're listening to Kindling Conversation, where we're speaking with Kristen Tooby about the realities of travelling with children. Now, you said that you were just in Bali, and I'm imagining that you were in some beautiful self-contained resort because... 
going outside to different places in Bali can be a bit um, touch and go with children in terms of food. Everyone knows about the Bali Belly. Were you in some beautiful self-contained villa? We were. We really were. And, And it was amazing. And there's, this, I mean, it's so stupid, but I get this sort of holiday rage, like a mum holiday rage. And I, we go to holidays and, and you know, it's so exciting and amazing. And then we get there and then I realise that it's just like home, except there's no daycare. There's no preschool. There's no school. There's no mum and dad to help us out. There's no friends. There's no There's babysitting. hardly any of the toys. You know, and you just think, oh, and instead of like, can I have a bottle? Can I have this? Can I have a drink? Can I do that? Can I jump into the pool with my floaties on my feet so I drown? <laughs> you know, it's like all this crazy stuff and we have a swimming pool there. And I think, gosh, I've got to watch that the whole time, you know. So there was no gate? No. Oh, my Lord. What are they thinking? Yeah, I know. I know. But, you know, we had a wonderful time. But I, I don't know. I think you have to surrender to the kids on holidays yep, because right. you, you look at all these it's gorgeous your restaurants. Exactly, that's right. Not mine. It's yours. Yeah, you look at these beautiful restaurants and you walk past and there's couples going, "Oh, lovely!" You know, and having cocktails and everything, and you're like pushing the stroller, sweating, fighting. <laughs> you know, going, "But you said no, 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 no!" And the kids are covered in ice cream, and you just have to surrender to them and say, "What do you guys want to do?" Because that makes you angry as a parent more than people who don't have kids. Smug. Don't you reckon? They're so smug. I mean, I can walk down the street on a weekend. I don't even have to be on holiday, and I can see, like, I think you made a comment of uh, seeing a couple walking hand in hand. It's almost like they have walked into an advertising commercial and everything's beautiful <laughs> and perfect. They're not perspiring. No. Even at 40 degrees heat. A stroller, like no. almost, yeah, that's right. And they're, they're saying to each other, where shall we go tonight? And they're like, yes. Any, anywhere. We can go anywhere. And we woke up <laughs> at 10.30 this morning that's with right. nobody sitting on my face, you know, <laughs> exactly. like it was, it's all great and lovely. Exactly. And I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sally, and I'm sorry to all those people that have lovely lives, but I do sometimes hate you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you smug, smug people. Smug but people. I think too, I think with kids like that, just surrendering to them. Yes. You know, sort of like don't brush your hair. Don't it, you know, everyone can have cocoa pots for breakfast. Ooh. No shoes. You know, You're going out on just a limb go feral. And no. I mean, when you get home, you'll pay for it. Yes. But movies in bed till 10 o'clock at night. Like if you can do all these things with kids, yes. then I think they will have a really good time. And then you'll get your rewards. And I think swimming pools and water parks are the way to go because right. kids sleep. After they, you, they after just that. get knackered. Yeah, they do. You they tie do. them out. Yeah. And if you can just time that with sort of one o'clock or something, it, yeah. it's just perfect. I mean, it doesn't always work out that way, so don't expect anything. Don't don't have high expectations. <laughs> no, that's right. Oh, you see, I have this dream of our Christmas holiday. I've been dreaming for of it for a while because we haven't actually had a, a long sort of holiday. We've had sort of time away with um, staying with family, but nothing that's like we're going to the beach. It's all about us. We're just going to have fun. And I'm telling you, it's a dream. It's, yeah. it's idyllic in my mind because we're in a caravan park close to a very family-friendly beach. And my idea is that they're just going to play in the morning sleep in the middle of the day, play in the afternoon, then sleep all night. Are you trying I to tell that me that dream. that's not going to happen? I, I think it's a beautiful dream. <laughs> and and beautiful. I also think caravan oh, parks are the way to go. Mm. I think the bigger you dream, the worse it is. The further like, harder you fall. You, Europe was amazing and it was a great experience, but kids don't care about ruins and, and wine and all the things that we care about when thinking about Europe. Yes. But a caravan park, like we took the kids to a caravan park Christmas time, mm. and they made all these buddies, and all these older kids were looking after the younger kids. And at first, we were a bit like, "Oh, I don't know about this." And but then, like, they just had the best time, and they did sleep a bit. You know, it, yeah. it was good. It was good. It was like 
really sort of basic and awesome. And you can let them go feral in a caravan yes. park. Is, is that what everyone does? So, are all the kids just feral in a caravan park? I think park? so, but then, then you have to hang out with their parents. That's the only thing that's wrong. <laughs> or you have like a snotty two-year-old going through your, your daughter's bag of Barbies at six in the morning and you're like, oh, hello. Who are you? Are you and how did you get in my caravan? Yeah, or, you know, they become friends with the parents and the parents are like, hey, you know, here's the beers, let's hang out. You're like, okay, we have to do this. We have to do this. And it's fun. Kids' holidays again. Yes. Look, I'm glad I'm glad we're having this chat because it really is redefining my sense of uh, <laughs> expectation and what we need to be thinking of when we have kids. So, look, you have talked – we've talked about the realities. Um, what's the upside have you seen in, in, of your family holidays? Well, I mean, it's family bonding time, I think, you know, it, it, and, and – you and your husband or partner can unite against the kids as well. Like, you know, the, <laughs> I remember us sitting behind the couch once and then we used to floaty them up and we'd put like three layers of floaties on them in Bali yep. so that they were sort of floating above the water. And they were completely you know, safe. I mean, I'm not recommending this to anybody, but at some point we just sat behind a couch <laughs> and drank a beer and, and talked in whispered tones so that, <laughs> that we couldn't be interrupted. And, you know, we, we had fun. We really did have fun as a family. And, you know, as much as there were some hard times and maybe we the whingiest people on earth. I don't know. But, yeah. um, but we're parents, we're allowed to whinge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Particularly here on this show, you can whinge. <laughs> but you know, you plan these incredible days where you go to animal parks and the kids ride a donkey and all this cool stuff. And then you come home and you're like, what was the highlight of your day? And they're like, when we got the Pez dispenser. And you're like, a lolly. You can get a lolly anywhere. Like, who cares? You know, it's so frustrating. Yeah. And I think for, for parents, you can bond over how horrible the children are. <laughs> and you do That's have true. some laughs. You know, and, and when you get home, you miss it and you miss them and they go to daycare and you You've think, got oh. that time with them. Yeah, that's right. And then, yeah. and then I mean, you can't win. <laughs> <laughs> that is parenting in a nutshell, I think. Yes. Right. So, um, and now the final part for me is that what is, this is all about me now. What's your advice to me and other parents planning a holiday? Well, I think it is to keep it simple. And I think it is not to go to an amazing five-star place because all you'll do is freak out about the kids ruining something because they're, they're going to draw on walls and stuff like that, you know. I, I think that's... They don't care. No, that's right. Exactly. And I mean, I think keeping it simple and lowering your expectations because once they're low, they can only go up. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm going to start working on my expectations now. Kristen, thank you so thank much you for so coming much in. Thank you for having me. That was Kristen Tuvey. And she is the blogger of Born Without Manual. We'll put a link up on our website. Just head to kindling.com.au and click on Kindling Conversation. You've been listening to another Kindling Conversation podcast. For more podcasts, information and music, head to kindling.com.au or check out our Facebook page. It's forward slash Kindling Radio. You've been listening to a Kindling Conversation podcast. We'd like to reach as many parents as possible, and you can help us by giving us a review wherever you downloaded this episode. It means that more people can find us. I'm Siobhan Hunt. See you next time.